Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Been ready. <laughs> All right, let's get started on the East is to the Midwest podcast. Mm. I have to think about it every time I say it because I want to say the East is to the West. <laughs> Darn you casting crowns and <laughs> your catchy phrase songs. Actually, it says that in the Bible, so... <laughs> well, not darn you Bible did. Not darn you Mark Hall and Casting Crowns either. That's pretty much destroys uh, <coughs> our Christianity if we say that. Yeah, so take it away, Nate. Well, pretty much, uh, pretty much there was some time I wanted to bring up heaven in my pocket. But it's funny because I... Nope. Make, sure yeah. make sure you get that close so we can hear the paper unfolding. Okay, First Peter 5, 1 through 13. And oh, let me pull out the Bible. Oh, you have a real Bible with I you. I have a paper Bible. What a man of God. <laughs> I went to bring my real Bible and knowing God today, and I left it on my uh, bedroom floor. So. Okay. Opening oh, up the Bible. Opening up the Bible. <laughs> First Peter. Oh. Around for First Peter. First Peter five. First Peter five. One through thirteen. Now, I think this is the one. I really do. One. First Peter one. Ready. What was the verses? No five. One through thirteen. <coughs> oh, First Peter five. Ready? Not ready. <laughs> uh oh. Text from my wife. It's a great text. I'll say we're on Just the like air. the Bible. Say we're on the air right now. We're on the air right now. Text me back later. Just kidding. Oh, okay. I like this. I like this. You bringing this up. This is good. Um, you said 1 through 5, correct? 1 through 13. 1 through... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into it today, guys. All right. Do you think we should pray before we... Just read it. Okay. For time's sake, just read it. Okay. Pre-blessed well, reading. Pre-blessed reading. I just want to say thank you, God, for your word, and uh, let's get right into it. Amen. Let's, I, I just hope that the, I hope that the Holy Spirit can, uh, can reveal to us what your word is saying in a clear and concise manner. 1 Peter 5, 1-13, through 13, which is all of the fifth chapter except the last verse. <laughs> so I feel like we're just going to go to the end Go for it okay. Wait. Start it out, it might not be the right one But okay. start it out Let's start it out Okay. It, it's the heading is Which the heading isn't really of the Bible It's just so you can kind of tell what it's about yeah. It's the shepherd of the flock Yeah, yeah Shepherd of shepherd the flock of God That's what it is Yeah. Okay, so Here we go so, I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. 
Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. There's another part. That's 13, right? No, that was 11. Oh, yeah, go the last two then, yeah. By Silvanus, a faithful brother, as I regard him, I have written briefly to you, exhorting and declaring that this is the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. She who is at Babylon, who is likewise chosen, sends you greetings. And so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with the kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Yeah, it was 1 through 11. Yeah. But let me, let me show you something. Let me show you my main points that I saw on this. So the beginning is... Uh, showing that not only God or Jesus is our shepherd, but that we're all like co-shepherds with him for the, for the people who are under us in, in our faith. The people who are over us in our faith are obviously like the shepherds. older people. It says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. And I think in my, this is ESV. ESV. In my NIV Bible, it's it talks about wisdom, and it's like, and, and maybe maybe that's just how I saw it, but it's like, you know, when you're when you're around people who are younger than you in the faith, share what you have with them, and not only do that, like you can't just do that to do that. You also have to be willing to take what your elders have to say as wisdom, regardless if you like it or not, because they are older. Um, as long as it lines up with the Word of God. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, okay, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you, casting your anxieties on Him, because He cares for you. Be sober, mindful, and watchful. And this next part is something that I talked to my wife about, and it's like, it's really, it's really, it's always been really tough for me, because the devil... I always kind of knew the devil as this background character who popped up like in, in only like three main points in the Bible. Like he was the ruler of heck. He was the person who created, the thing who created sin on the earth initially. And he tempted Jesus one time on a mountain. <laughs> like that's all I knew about Satan. Like, and then like as I grew up and I went to like the Pentecostal churches and stuff, they're like, well that's, that's the enemy, that's the devil, you know. <laughs> And, you know, he's going he's gonna to kill your family, burn your house down, and, and stab your children in the throat and steal, all this stuff. Steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah, steal, kill, and destroy. And it's like, 
man, I didn't know, I didn't know what that is. And then, you know, in this verse, it's like, man, like, he, he's described as a lion. (laughs) Yeah, and like, God, that's kind of a hard thing, too, is because God is described as a lion. So, so to see him, to see the devil also being in that lion form, it's like, he has, he has some power if you let him have power, you know. He's only allowed those powers, though. That's the only reason he has them. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It says, you know, like, uh, be sober of mind, like, so to not let your let your guard down to that because he'll rip your throat out. Yeah. He's lying. <laughs> He's a lying lion. He's a lying lion, yeah. So, no, and then obviously the last part is just, you know, what a lot of the Bible talks about and what the end goal of the Bible is, is the eternal glory of heaven and receiving that and and how, you know, it's not a works thing, but it is a struggle. And it is it is something that we have to persevere through. Um, you know, staving off the devil and uh, and uh, giving and gaining wisdom along the way. Mostly gaining wisdom. <laughs> so I just thought that was cool. I thought... It was funny how you remembered that because it was two nights ago I read that. A night ago. Is that receipt paper? It's receipt paper at work. I was like, man, it popped into my head. I was like, that would be perfect to talk about. So. Everything important deserves to be read on receipt paper or written <laughs> on receipt paper. Yeah. Man, that was a good word, man. It is. Thanks. Oh, don't thank me. I just thank God for. Um, Showing it to you and then giving you the thought and the courage to bring it up. Because it does take courage to bring up the Word of God in today's culture because it's anti-Word of God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the enemy fills your head with thoughts that will make you be discouraged from... Pretty much calling things for what they are. And like when you said Pentecostal church, uh, they say, well, that's the enemy. I'm like, well, at least they call it for what it is. Yeah. They don't sugarcoat it. Because, like, what do you say when someone who's been in a church that might not be so, like, blatant and obvious about what the enemy is and what he's up to? What do you do when they hit, like, hard times in their life? And they're asking themselves, well, if this God's so peachy and wonderful, why are things going so bad for me? Yeah. This might not, this must not be real. And you fall to things, you fall to things when you, when you don't understand that there is a true enemy out there. And I think like I've definitely fallen for things in my life. I think everybody's fallen for things and, uh. Regardless of what they are, even if it's like, yeah, I drew on like I drew on the wall with crayons, <laughs> like, oh man, I'm such a bad boy, like, drawing on the wall with crayons, like. I'm glad you say crayons and not crowns. You do a mix, kind of. Yeah, know? I do a half and half, because I don't like like crowns. Crayons. <laughs> <laughs> crayons. But. Uh, <laughs> It's like every kindergarten teacher. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah. That's uh I'm glad you brought that up. <coughs> I mean I think it's just like a basis. 
And I love how we just read it. And I love when I read the Bible out loud, I, I have to read it slow because I want to understand what I'm reading. But I also want to be clear to those listening and who aren't reading. Like, they need to know what, like, they need to be able to picture the text in their mind, how it's punctuated and everything, by the way that I phrase it. So I try and convey that, you know, because, like, I, I, I think there's a lot of power in the Word of God, and, like, you don't really have to, a lot of it, you really don't have to have a huge, long discussion about what it could mean and all this stuff. A lot of times, it, it just, it tells you what it means as you're reading it. Yeah. And it's good to just let the Word of God speak for itself, for what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry, there was a... You looked a little confused. There, no, there was something that popped up in my head that I read last night, too, and it, it was like, it was in Matthew, maybe? I don't want to go searching for it, because it's going to take a bunch of time. I might talk about it in the next podcast, once I figure it out again, but okay. it's... Me and my wife have talked a lot about the uh, the end times and like like who's going to get taken when and kind of stuff. Because you have left behind with Nicolas Cage that paints a pretty nice picture. No, no, that's a terrible picture. <laughs> terrible motion picture, but no. Um, I turned that off before they before wait, the with Nicolas Cage. I turned it off before Jesus even raptured the church. Oh my god! That's gosh. how bad the movie was. No, you had to stick through. Nicolas really? Cage is a gem. Dude, I like the Kirk Cameron version. Absolute gem. I've never seen that one. I've seen whatever show he was on when he was a kid the other day, but it's the last Kirk Cameron thing I've ever seen. So you really think the Nicolas Cage one is good? <laughs> it was cheesy. It was really <laughs> cheesy, but it was like, I don't know, it just painted a picture and made me think about what I think about it. But anyways, this verse was like, it was like that, uh, it said that they that God will take like, will take like the evildoers and then he will take the good people. Which was kind of like said that in Matthew? Yeah, I well, it didn't say it outright, but it it kinda it we, was we should we shouldn't twist it. If we're gonna talk about it, we should see what the text says itself. But well, you'd have to search all the way through Matthew. Not with Google. So how would you phrase it if you could fast for how it said it? Pretty much is that I can't phrase it at all. <laughs> It would pretty much is like he took the he took the evil doers away, and he left like he left the he left the good people on the earth for a bit for a bit. Where did he take them? Who knows? See, that's still a question I have. And You'll the thing never, that the left behind know. doesn't tell you is they have a specific viewpoint on when the rapture will happen. A lot of people think that it could happen after a tribulation period, in the middle of it, or before. Left Behind is before. So, I'm not really sure where I stand on that, but I just figured I'd bring that part up. <coughs> so, here's what I found. Matthew 24, 40. Try 22, that actually sounds better, but... 24, 40? It's just one sentence. It kind of talks about it. What does that say, dude? It says two men will be in the field, one will be taken, and the other left. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah. But it doesn't say anything about their... But there was like a one in 22 that was similar, I thought. Yeah, it, okay, it was the parable of the... It was the parable of the seed, or the... 
the wheat and the weeds. Remember? Being scared on the rock and like. No, the wheat. No, because that's no. Okay, the wheat is, the wheat is planted, and a thief or a, a, a evil dude comes in the uh, an enemy comes in the night, and he plants weeds in around the wheat. Well, then the, when the wheat sprouts up, the weeds sprout up around it, and the farmer's son or whatever is like, "Yo, dude, or dad, what's up with the weeds?" Do you want us to pull the weeds? And he says, no, because you pull our weed up with it. When the, when the time comes for the harvest, the har uh, weeds will be torn up and burnt, and the wheat will be harvested for its purpose, or in place in the place it should go, or something. I don't think it's in 22. Kind of like that. I should have brought known God. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, I think we should look more into this. Great discussion, but we will now take a break, and we'll come back in a bit. Welcome back to the East and to the Midwest podcast. Um, Brad has brew cup beside him. Yes, this brew cup was absolutely amazing. It's got cantaloupe, pineapple, maybe. No, grapes. Grapes? Cantaloupe, grapes. Strawberries. Whatever the green melon is. Oh, that was so good. That was good. That was only one of those or two. One or two. It was mm. It was probably one of the best. There might be pineapple in it. It was a now little pineapple-y tasting. Like big chunks of pineapple. Yeah, there must have been pineapple there. Yeah. So it was really good. I wish they served fruit cups at fast food restaurants like this. Because I would buy them rather than the fast food. Well, they serve apples in a bag at Walmart. The bag will give you cancer, but... Wait, McDonald's! That's something everybody should know. I get those two mixed up a lot. Because they both cause cancer? No, no. <laughs> McDonald's and, and, and Walmart. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe they do. I was kidding. <clears throat> anyway, so what, what was the other thing you want to talk about? I... The other night when you called me and Stephanie about your trip to Toledo, you said that her grandma... And aunt and mom were drilling the heck out of you. Grilling. Oh, yeah, grilling. Grilling the heck out of you with some questions. So uh, for anybody that might not be filled in on the situation, I met this uh, awesome girl um, in Toledo, and basically her family was there. And after lunch, uh, we had dessert, and while dessert was t taking place, there was a bunch of question asking or grilling, if you want to call it that. I talked to Stephanie about it, and I was like, I'm going to grill Brad with like a bazillion questions real quick. Real quick format. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Uh, Mountain Dew or Vault? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew or Surge? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew Midnight Black Part 2? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew or Sierra Mist? Sierra Mist. Mountain, uh, Sierra Mist or Sprite? Right. Uh, climbing a mountain or climbing down into a valley? Climbing down into a valley. Rainforest or tundra? What's the difference? Rainforest or tundra? <laughs> Rainforest. Wolves eating you or bears eating you? Wolves. Be cooler. Getting stabbed in Middle Earth or getting stabbed in a back alley in Detroit, Michigan? Middle Earth. 
Love or money? Love. Money or power? Neither. <laughs> great question. Or great answer. Great question, but great answer. No electricity or yes electricity? In today's world? <laughs> or if I could choose what the world should be like from now on? Yeah. Both, both questions. Or if we, as a world, go to no electricity for five years and decide at the end of five years if we want to go back to technology. We should do that. Well, that all the people who really, really wanted technology would have killed themselves off probably because lack of Twitter, lack of Facebook, lack of Instagram, lack of internet dating sites, <coughs> lack of um, YouTube. That's a big one. Lack of internet. Basically. That's something I'd miss. But... All I watch is music videos on there anyway, so I could just actually go see my favorite band. Well, it'd all be acoustic sets because nobody would have electric guitars. Oh, man. You have to do it like a cathedral type thing. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the big cathedrals would be rebuilt for specifically the, the music. And all the new churches that are made for electronic sound would have to rebuild their sanctuary to make it more acoustic. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like just the clanging cymbals. Good one. Without love, that's Without what you love, are. Yeah. <laughs> Without electricity, that's what you are. What are you drinking? Not Coke. Pepsi. Because this building sold out to Pepsi. Miami in general did. I was off pop for... <coughs> The first six months of me, no, the first eight months of me working here, I was off pop. Over Christmas break, 2014, I got back on pop. On January 1st, I started drinking Coke again, and when I came back, um, there was no Coke in the machines, because it used to be Coke and Pepsi, but now there's just Pepsi, so I'm kind of, kind of bumming about that. I've never worked anywhere where there was Coke products sold, specifically a Coke product. I've worked at places where there was a Coke vending machine, but then there was also a Pepsi vending machine. And I think it was H.T. Hackney filled the snack vending machine. And my, my grilling session didn't go very well. We, we switched gears really quickly. Wow. Because I had some hard ones. I had some really back-breaking questions for you. About what? I can't remember. Should have written them down. Should have come prepared for this, but uh, can't make it genuine because we're not prepared. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't come prepared for anything. I literally only bring myself and my overwhelming sense of indecision. So I was looking through my TV, and actually, it wasn't even recently because um, I've, I've had this, I've known about this for a while now, but. Uh, I found and have been listening to the mix that you made me in ninth grade. It has uh, Keys to the Kingdom by Group One Crew. Oh, it yeah. It has that one song, uh, I Left the 99 to Find the One, and You're the One. That song. Oh, yeah. Great song. I never knew what they said until I looked up the lyrics, like after years of knowing the song. Yeah. <laughs> then there's Third Day. And then there's uh, 
two Switchwood songs. That's great. I love the part in, sorry to go back to the 99, but it yeah. goes, I left the 99 to find the one. And then it goes, and you were the one. And then it goes, it's like tough guitar. Yeah, that's it's definitely, and I really feel stupid because that was on Air One for like a long time, but it's kind of everyone's fault because Air One doesn't give you the the names of the songs until they do now until after, or they like okay this is and you're like what was that and I can't rewind it because. It's, it's the radio, <laughs> and at the time, you know, no smartphones, didn't have a computer really. Well, we had a computer at home, but it was AOL dial-up, so, and I didn't even know that Air One had a website, because some things just don't have websites, but, uh, anyways, I always thought that song was by Falling Up, and then I looked it up when I went to put it on my grandma's computer in, like, 11th grade. It was not Falling Up. And it really, and then I listened, started listening to Falling Up really heavy, and I was like, yeah, I don't even know why, I don't even know why I saw the similarity, but, no, track six is, um. What was the Switchfoot song? Dare You to Move. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it was the other one, dude. It was, uh. Awaken? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> That sounded like somebody was listening to that song on headphones really loud, and you could kind of hear what was going on. That's what the noise you just made sounded like. Um, Mental Live. Mental yeah. Live was the other one. Great, great songs. Track 6, actually, I hurt my voice on last night because I sung slash did the guitar parts with my mouth for um, Sweet Child of Mine. Which, for some reason, is Why was it on there? <laughs> you loved it, I guess. It was like, here's this Christian mix that has track six is Sweet Child of Mine by Guns of Roses. And track 19 is uh, Kid, You're Gonna Be a Star or whatever by freaking, uh, oh, or You're Gonna Go Far Kid yeah. by uh, The Offspring. I was like, that has the F word in it. <laughs> but uh, great, great song nonetheless. And, uh, it's a trip back memory lane for sure. Track 19. There's 19 tracks. 19 tracks on it. Um, one of the tracks was Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath. Love that song. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, one of the tracks was... Um, I thought it was initially, I thought it was a, um, a Sanctus Real song. But it wasn't. It was... Oh man, what's the guy's name? Todd Agnew, maybe? Maybe. That's maybe. possible. What song was it? Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> I listened to it, but only last night. So I have no clue. Because mm -hmm. I'm forgetful. Oh, I have a text message. It's been a very long time. It has been a long time. And by a long time, I mean like two weeks. Yeah. Less than two weeks, barely. But, uh... No, uh, thought I'd talk to you about something really cool and uh, something that somebody apologized for, but but it was just I was like, man, that's just too cool to to skip over. Uh, not elderly, but a guy who's probably three times my age, well, nearly three times my age that uh, works here, um, came up to me 
as I was passing through and said, hey, what you got there? And I was carrying the Bible and uh, that Knowing God book that I've been reading. And I'm like, you know, that's that's what I'm carrying is that Knowing God book. And uh, he said, and he said, uh, yeah, the uh, Bible. He said, I've not read that, but he said, I have read that one all the way through and pointed at my Bible. I was like, oh, really? And so we got we got up talking about that. He's one of those guys who's been, you know, a really hard worker, and you can look at, up to him in that way. But, you know, uh, the other ways, not so much. I mean, crude humor, and I don't know how his, he doesn't speak much about his relationship with his wife and stuff. So, and that stuff, you know, that you, that you seek when you're a young Christian guy who's married is people who know what they're talking about when they when they're in marriage. But uh, I just want to read you this quote um, that I I asked him. I actually asked him permission if I could read this on the podcast. So it's pretty cool. He said, "Go ahead, go ahead." That sounds awesome. But uh, he pointed the Bible and he says, "My problem with that is that someone as good as my mom and someone as good as my stepbrother could go to separate churches, and those two separate churches believe the other is not going to receive eternal salvation just because they don't believe exactly the same." And uh, that was something tough for me to swallow, and uh, I definitely, uh, I followed him around the rest of the night when I could, when he'd pop in, and I'd, you know, say, hey, you know, if you, if you don't want me to drill you with another question, just tell me I'm annoying, but I need to, I need to answer, the, I needed to get an answer from you, if you, if you wouldn't mind, I said, uh, you know, a couple of things I asked is like, you know, what, if he has an aversion to Christianity or not because of all that or not but uh it was just it was neat for him for him to say that and, and he apologized for it. he said man I'm, I'm i'm sorry if that was probably really off-putting and i said no i said you're just being honest i'd rather you be honest than uh on putting yeah than on putting yeah um but no i just wondered what you thought about that because that is kind of that is kind of crazy because i just automatically go ahead and think that all old people love the bible and go to church and well, there's a lot of like what I've heard called open-handed issues and closed-handed issues, and like I feel like there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that's open-handed. How you can choose to believe differently than other churches, and it's not a big deal. Like they'll still call you a brother and sister. Then there's closed-handed issues, and that's where things get uh, kind of difficult to talk about when you believe differently on close-handed issues. So that's kind of like, um, that's kind of like the, the open-handed issues to be like, if you do, if you do, uh, communion 58 Sundays out of the, out of the year, or if you only do, or 56 out of the year, or if you only do it like, um, you know, four Sundays out of the year, yeah. that would be one, or like, uh, or like speaking in tongues almost. Well, that might that, be that's offensive. That's the best example. Speaking Pentecostals, in tongues, okay. Pentecostals speaking in tongues, um, and Baptists believing or thinking that it was of the apostles' time and not of our time. Yeah. That's a perfect example, I think, of open-handed issue where I don't think Like abortion would be a closed... Oh, well, go ahead, yeah. Sorry. Well... Still, Christians believe differently on abortion. No, that's what I'm saying. That's a close-handed issue. To me, it is. Oh, you're saying some people are like, oh, shoot, I don't care. Yeah, but back to the thing, like, Sorry. Baptists don't believe, I, not to my knowledge, Baptists don't believe that Pentecostals are going to hell. Pentecostals don't believe that Baptists are going to hell. No, I mean, there's extremists in every situation. Yeah, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, you can believe differently on some topics 
and it's not really, I mean, you can debate about it, and, but it shouldn't become like a, a feud or anything like that. Yeah. Something that divides, um, which is weird because there's Church of God and there's Baptist Church, which is a division between <laughs> the two groups of people, like. But that's just doctrine. That's not necessarily like doctrine. Doctrine can't. Well, no, I won't speak there. I was going to say doctrine can't lead you into sin, but false doctrine definitely can. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So uh, an example. I haven't really touched on close-handed issues. Close-handed issues, I think, are um, that Jesus died and rose, like was resurrected and ascended into heaven, like. Believe it or not, there's people who believe there's other ways to get to heaven than through Jesus. That was um, when I went to the Presbyterian Church. That's why the Presbyterian Church that I attended broke off from the uh, PCUSA because PCUSA said, yes, homosexuality is okay. Yes, uh, gay marriage is okay. Yes, abortion is fine. And yes, there are other ways to heaven than Jesus. Okay, that's the big one I would disagree with. And, yeah, because the other ones are like, oh, whatever, it's 20. It's not, it's not, you know, really, but it's not, well, I, I would like to clarify for anybody that might be taking that the wrong way, though, because you saying, oh, you saying it like churches that believe wrong are saying that homosexuality is okay. I think it's okay to go to church if you're a homosexual. Yeah. But, I'm not saying... No, I'm saying it's a sin. I'm not yeah, saying you're that, not, you're like... You're not saying that they shouldn't be in church or no, they no. shouldn't feel welcome at church. It's just not God's will for the, for that. Yeah. For, for, for any of his children, really. Like, he doesn't want anybody to dwell in sin. And I don't, that, the I Bible don't think, says that's a sin, so... And that's where I'm kind of struck, and that's... That's, I think that's why I want to bring this up is because there's certain things that like, um, there's certain things that really are like, and he was, okay, the guy I was talking to last night was talking about this guy that he knew, that he'd worked with that had killed a bunch of people in World War II. And I wanted to ask him last night, and I should have, but I, I wanted to ask him his position on sin and whether he thought that that, that, that man was going to, to heaven or hell. And that man was a believer, so whether that man was a, uh, if that man, since that man was a believer, whether he was going to heaven or hell for what he, what he had done. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you read unrepented sin, and, and I guess that's the, that's the thing. If he doesn't care enough to repent of that, then sure, probably, but that's a hard thing to judge. It's God's call. Yeah. That's a good thing, and it's a negative thing about being human. I think it'd be wrong for a human to to answer that question with a definite answer. Yeah, but like, see, that's the thing. Like, like you, I think that's a good thing about being human is you can back off. But the bad thing is, is you don't want to back off. Some part of you inside doesn't want to back off, and you wanna, you wanna be able to, you wanna be able to make that moral decision. But our mind is never gonna be like God's, you know. Not completely. No. Well. Yeah. You need to see this video then. That I saw, Lauren shared it with me. It's was like, it the video that you shared? Yeah, tag me that you guys couldn't video. watch. Did you watch it? No, Did I didn't said, watch it. I don't have headphones, so I didn't watch it when I was on the computer. She today. said that her. Oh, you were on the computer. Today, yeah, but I didn't have headphones. You didn't watch it. No, I would have watched it without sound because I didn't have headphones. 
You did watch it. Did not. Oh. I would have watched it without that <laughs> if I had watched it. Oh. So it would have been pointless, unless it's words. Well, it's ten minutes long, and it's definitely worth your time. It makes you think about things a little differently. Not really drastically, but it changes your outlook. Like, I'll just, like, when, when, you, when there's things that you know are wrong with you, and you know it's not God's will for you, do you pray that God change, changes that in you? Um, could you repeat that? Just so I can... Man, I wish I could text while I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta text your wife back once she texts you. And, okay, uh, so you were saying... I was saying, have you ever thought, man, this there's something wrong with me, and I know it's not God's will, so what do you, what do you pray about? When you pray about that, um, I don't pray because my prayer life is suffering. But if you were to pray, would you ask God to change that thing, change that thing about you? It just depends. Like, if it's like, if it's like I'm like struggling with anger or something, then like. I'm probably praying like, man, God, just make this person not an idiot. I gotta get an example. But like, like, if I'm praying, if I'm praying for like, you know, if I'm struggling with like, slapping uh, people in the face. Or like, no, it's just <laughs> depression. Okay, if I'm struggling with depression, I'm like, take this away, God. Like, please take this away. But, but if I'm trying to, if I'm struggle with anger. I'm not, because that's, I don't know, that's outward, and like, okay, I think of it as like a, like a positive and a negative, positive and a negative, wait, I don't even know, from school, okay, positive plus a negative, or times a negative is a negative, right, positive times a positive are you multiplying out? Positive. Are you multiplying situations? Yeah, essentially. I've even lost my own train of thought. But, uh, okay, for, for the depression thing, it's like, this is my problem, and it's affecting me. The anger thing is, this is my problem, and it's affecting others. It's also affecting you, because... It is. But the way I, that's the way, that's the way my mind processes in the moment. And that's what I'm saying. If I was to just drop everything and pray right after that, it would go like this. It would go like, like, okay, I'm depressed, please. This is my issue. And I'm, and it, maybe it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more need for me. But I think if, all sin if I'm praying, if I'm praying for this to stop hurting somebody else, maybe I don't care as much, and that's bad. That's something I've got to work on. But. So you're saying that you would probably think think of things differently if you thought that, or if you prayed, "Hey God, I wish you you would just allow me to see things the way you see them and to handle things the way you handle them."
yeah. and become a bigger part of my life since your spirit is within me. Even though that's it within me, I don't always acknowledge it. And to acknowledge it and embrace it would then transform the way that you live, I feel like. Yeah. And I take it that's what the video is about then. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. Like, So throw the name of the video out so peeps can watch I it. I can't remember the name of the video. Well, give us keywords for Google. I'll just post the link in the show notes. It's Matt Chandler. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no. I wish. But check that stuff out, too. Yeah, it's pretty good. If his voice was the narrator, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, but the guy doing it... Is it a video it's... we would... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The guy doing it is awesome. Like, he does it justice. So. Is it Francis Chan? No. Oh, okay. Real quick, we're going to break topic because you remember Fuel... I was going to ask, is that video you're talking about something we would have watched or fuel, or is no. this adult stuff? This is adult stuff. Okay. Do you remember all the Francis Chan videos? I didn't know it was Francis Chan, and I really hated the video thing, because we went there to watch videos. You can watch them on YouTube. Like, when I go to a high school youth group, I don't want to watch videos. I want to, like, I think people... I think it's just like a lazy way to do a youth group if you just put on a video for the kids to watch. Do you remember all those? See, because we weren't kids. We were 18. Do you remember all those 14-year-old girls? They weren't 14. Yeah, they, they were 8th graders. Yeah, they were 8th graders. And they were so dumb and so <laughs> rowdy. And they were like, Ryan, Ryan. Oh, wait, Kyle. That was his name, Kyle. And uh, just hanging on him, and I was like, just pay attention. Let Andrew speak. <laughs> he's good at speaking if you just let him speak. Yeah, like, he's actually one of the preachers at yeah, the church. Yeah, I heard he know? is now. Yeah, he, he's great. Yeah, but yeah I, dude, I, I miss that. I miss I miss going to anything church-like. Did you shut that off? <laughs> oh, man, don't cut that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, I think that guy was here for the room. Oh. No, no, don't. Don't, it's fine. You sure? Yeah, it's fine. You know what? You should try these Oreos. Is this still on? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Stop asking. <laughs> I will tell you. This <laughs> makes it more real. <laughs> There's Oreos now. This is this is not your typical oh, no. Oreo. No, this is half and half Oreos, right? No. No. Guess. Uh, I have three guesses, right? You have one guess. Lemon Oreos. No. Gingerbread Oreos. I said one guess. <laughs> uh, one more guess. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, that's chocolate, but it isn't brown. You promise not to smell and just stick the whole thing in your mouth and tell me what you taste. Yeah. Oh, man. Just go straight for the... Now. Now. Do it. Taste it. Let's see if that chewing. Mm. It's familiar. Do you need another? No. <laughs> Cinnamon roll. Praise Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Isn't that the best thing ever? Somebody at Nabisco threw up a huge prayer. A lob, they were like, God, we're underselling this year. We need a big one. This is and it. it's cinnamon roll. Yes. Oh my gosh. When Stephanie hears this episode, 
we will lose forty dollars. <laughs> we will lose forty dollars to Nabisco. That is so good. <laughs> wow. There's one for when you go back to break or back from break. Thanks. I'm probably actually just gonna put this in a bag and have her try it. When we have her on the pod, she can. Uh, Do you guys have bags of? Put this in plastic gloves so you can take it to her. Oh, dude, I'll just take this one. I don't need another one. I'm on a diet. So, uh, Put it in your pocket so it doesn't get dirty or anything. <laughs> Unless your pocket's dirty. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, man. So, uh. They're just so good, dude. Man, we've got ten minutes. This is great. Nobody's came in the room yet. You know, most of the time when they reserve a room, I feel like 20% of the people don't show up. <laughs> and you, they don't even deserve it. Because nobody cleaned up before anyways. Yeah, I know. Like, do you not have enough respect for people to clean up after yourself? Like, uh, 12 feet to your right is two trash cans. It's 12 feet to my left. To your right. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it's like 14 feet to your right. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean, after you're leaving the door. Oh, okay, yeah. Um... It yeah, doesn't matter can. the location. They'll they'll drop it right. They'll they'll put it on top of the counter next to the hole for yeah. the garbage can. <laughs> but anyway, enough bickering, because that's terrible. I ain't bickering. We're about to be bickering. <laughs> no. Um, no. It's a lovely weather we're having, aren't we? It's actually pretty. Uh, it, it's decent compared to Sunday. I was exhausted after I was done working Sunday. Driving in that snow all night. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's when it snowed. That was terrible. Yeah, I looked outside and, um, was that Sunday night? Yeah, that was Sunday night. Uh, looked outside and I don't know if it was like this here, but it was kind of foggy and the whole sky that was. was yesterday. Well, no, it was, last, it was uh, Sunday night too in Connor because I was in Connorsville and it wasn't like too foggy. The clouds were low and it was like the whole sky was just bright, just daylight. That's weird. Like one in the morning. That is strange. But uh, I'm sure it had to do something with low-hanging clouds. Plus, we were right in the middle of Connorsville, so it's kind of bright. Anyways. Gotcha. But yeah. Um, that's some good talk earlier. That's some really good talk. I think that's what we needed on the podcast. Um, Stuff like that. Talk to Tim again. Tim. Whoever it was. <laughs> no, no, that's not the old man. Okay. Yeah, that's not the old man. We don't need to say names. Yeah. I should he told me, well, and he told me, he said, put my name down. And I was like, well, I'm not going to use your name. He's like, no, it was a joke. He said, put my name down on a record and then spin the record. And if it says Satan, throw it away and throw me away. And they laughed. And I was like, don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> but uh, I did laugh. Um, very uneasily. <laughs> very uneasily, but, uh, yeah, like I said, he just came from, he came from a different generation, and I, I only had the one grandpa alive when I was even knew anything. Like, I was five when my other grandpa died, so it was like, I knew stuff, knew how to read, but, um, I just didn't like, like, my one grandpa I had living was, like, you know, a, t- a testament of faith, you know, to me. That's just weird to grow, to now be kind of grown up and know, know these people who just don't know, uh, 
Even even if you want to call it religion, they don't even know it. Like, and the parts that they do, they just don't like anymore. I saw this video. Maybe it was a podcast. It's talking about there's a difference between knowing someone and knowing about someone. Yeah. Like. You can, it really comes into play when you put it in the terms of Jesus. Because you can know all the facts about Jesus in the Bible. It doesn't mean you know him, though. Yeah. You just know about them. You, you, you just know about him, basically. And that really hit me, because I'm like... I started questioning, like, do I really know Jesus? And if people are caught up in knowing about Jesus and don't know Jesus, how do you, like, how do you change that? There's a song by uh, Remedy Drive. I think it's actually called Get to Know You, but it's like, uh, um, it's like, I, um, I think it's time that I get to know you more than I ever have before. And the one, uh, the one verse says that he like, he talks about like writing a book about all the facts that he knew about God and Jesus, and and he knew all the facts, and all the facts were there, but it was meaningless, you know, in the end. And uh, that's a paraphrase, obviously, <coughs> but but I always I was like listening to that song, especially when like, especially when I have like kind of backed away, and uh, need to feel like kind of rejuvenated and like. Sometimes you just can't self-start, you know, um, you, when you, you get depressed like that. Self-start? Yeah. I feel like we're not made to self-start. But I think some people do it really well. Like, I feel in their, like... In their own strength, but yeah. it's not going to last forever. But no, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about, like, you know, like, some people could be just be down, like, way down one second, and then, bam, you're right back up. Like, um, just some pastors that I've known that um, deal with depression and stuff, like, they'll be, like, really, they'll have something crushing happen, and then they'll be back to it, and I don't know if it's, like, a, I think it's genuine. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that and been, like, man, that's just, like, a face, you know, like a mask. Like, I think it's genuine. And, uh, There's a really famous preacher, Charles Spurgeon. Yeah. Apparently he was depressed his entire life. <laughs> but he was, a like, a profound, like, speaker and teacher and stuff. And I think a lot of stuff, I mean, I think God uses people in different ways, and I think that, like, I mean, just thinking about Job, like, Job was obviously kind of depressed. Yeah, we'll, uh... Hey, If you'd like, you can rate and review us on the iTunes page. This has been another installment of The East is to the Midwest. Thanks for joining us on The East is to the Midwest. Catch you later.